The Times described the case of a New York City woman who developed bruising on her arms and legs and bleeding blisters in her mouth a day after her first dose of Moderna's COVID vaccine in January. She was hospitalized the same day her symptoms appeared and, after receiving treatments, was released last week. Another woman in Texas had heavy vaginal bleeding and red spots on her wrists and ankles. She too was successfully treated. However, Gregory Michael, MD, a 56-year-old Miami Beach obstetrician who developed symptoms of the blood disorder three days after receiving the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine in January, died from a brain hemorrhage. What do these three people have in common? A connection between immune thrombocytopenia, we'll call it ITP for short from now on, and the COVID-19 vaccination. Now, before you go and run me out of town on a rail, you should know that it's still being investigated whether or not these cases and several others like them around the world are a result of the vaccine or if they're purely coincidental. Either way, the current climate of this story lends itself perfectly for our show. Why is that, you ask? Well, settle in, stay tuned, and find out for yourself. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week so that you're never without a reason to panic. Welcome back to the show. Listeners, we're glad you're here again. I am joined by two of the co-hosts, like two of the greatest co-hosts that the universe has been able to assemble from Stardust. In Tyler Mason and Randall Floyd. Tyler, how are you? I, aside from the fact that I'm freezing to death, am fantastic. This... <laughs> well, you have a particularly cold front in Missouri, right? We do, yeah. Uh, we're supposed to get down to uh, two degrees on, uh, on Monday. So, you know, other than that, so you're living the dream. <laughs> I am. I am living the dream, baby. Oh, man. Good. Good. Randall, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm I'm actually I have the opposite problem. I'm in southern Florida and I'm roasting. It's going to get up to 90. And uh, so I, I'm almost 100 degrees different from you, Tyler. But uh, one of my air conditioners stopped working. So, oh, you know, well, well, poor baby. I'm so sorry you're in Florida in February. I, I, I really am. I'm just, you know, I, you know I, I would, I would, I would stop from laughing, but I can't because I don't know how many times I've invited you to come down here and, and, uh, you can't. Okay. So, you, you don't I mean, have to, okay. You don't have to go from zero to a hundred. All right. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Jeez. We did that anyways. Right, we went from zero to hundred between me and Tyler on the temperature. <laughs> oh man. Guys, I only we feel, have a, go on. I was I only feel bad for you, Randall, because your wife is what? Seven months pregnant. Well, she looks like she's 12 months pregnant, but she's only six months pregnant. Six months pregnant. So, you know, that's just got to be enjoyable. With an AC down, I actually do kind of feel a little bad for you. Well, you don't have to feel bad for me. Just feel bad for Gwen. Listen, look, Gwen, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about the way Randall just described you. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, you know, but uh, people should know that, you know, sometimes when you have, you know, more than one baby in there, it can tend to look a little more further along than than it is. Um, she is mad at women that are, have normal one, one kid pregnancies at nine months that look smaller than <laughs> She actively yeah. calls them out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a doozy of a topic today uh this is a topic that um this is a reason to panic i think that uh is 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 going to be really uh, controversial i think it's going to be really polarizing um but it, it's it's perfect for our show because it it's going to make us think it's going to make our listeners kind of think and we're going to have to rate this thing at the end um based on what we what we talk about and what we've read so if well, and this one's catch... kind of like coming home. I mean, this yeah. reason to panic was born out of a conversation very similar to this article right here, actually. So, yeah, that's this right. will be this will be fun. Well, yeah, in it... for in, instead of uh, an anal bacteria that that is caused by yeah, which was our original inspiration, of course. And for some for some reason, anal bacteria seems apropos to be the inspiration for this show. I don't know why, but it does. Um, so, so this one, um, and also it's not a food topic, and we've been doing a lot of food topics recently. And I do hope we go back to food because I, I really enjoy our food episodes. Um, but this one is, this one is, you know, some people are getting this this rare blood disorder, um, and it's being, you know, after they get their COVID vaccine, and and these cases are being reported um, to the, oh, what is that? What is that? Uh, uh, the, the, the FDA basically is getting these reports and the, the VAERS, which is the, um, essentially a, a centers of disease. And, uh, what, what is the, what is the VAERS guys? Vaccine adverse event reporting system. Thank you. So Thank they're you. specifically there for vaccines that go bad. Yes. Okay. And then these are cases um, these are cases where people are injured by vaccinations, correct? S- supposedly, right, right, or at least at, at least initially, uh, that's the thought. So there's been there's been some reports. Uh, the article says thirty six, but what is it? What are we up to now, Randall? Thirty eight. Thirty, yeah, th- well, thirty six since January. I don't even know what it's been because they've been okay. getting vaccines since before then. Well, at the time of recording, we're in the first half of February. Um, so this is, you know, relatively recent data. Um, but when it comes to the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, month old data is considered old. Um, but still, so what's happening is people are getting the vaccination and they're developing ITP or immune thrombocytopenia, which is essentially where your platelets, your, your platelet count drops dramatically and ultimately it becomes an autoimmune disorder. Now, just to briefly explain that, an autoimmune d- disease or disorder, it, it basically makes your body's white blood cells a- attack things it shouldn't, okay? Um, and in this case, platelets in your blood. And when you don't have enough platelets, pretty bad stuff starts to happen. You start to bruise very easily, and you can get a cut, and it could bleed and bleed and bleed and, and make it difficult for you to sort of scab over and heal from that cut or puncture, so it's a pretty serious condition, this ITP. And th- these reports that 30, 38 people since January, well, 38, 36 since January, 38 since January, um, are, are having this after, immediately after they get the vaccine. So what are your initial thoughts, guys? There's so many directions to take that. Um, 
I'll, I'll start with my first thoughts being this, since we're talking about the vaccine. We've, we've gone crazy talking about a vaccine for, or, or ram riding a vaccine for something that for the vast majority of people has no long lasting adverse effects. Sure. Right. So let's just set the stage with that right off of the, the back. Cause I know that we're all kind of thinking it. Um, so does it cause ITP? And thank you for allowing us to use that abbreviation. Cause I've been practicing saying this all morning and I still can't get it quite right. So, um, you know, does it cause ITP? I don't know. They had 74,000 clinical trials, but they're, they're injecting how many, you know, millions of people, right. Uh, president Biden's pushing for a hundred, hundred million people in the first hundred days in office. Right. So 74,000 is literally a drop in the bucket. And it's really hard to yeah. say, Oh yeah, that's, that, that's a good trial. Yeah. Right. We're good. So it's a, it's, 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 it's a big sample size uh, from a research standpoint, but when you talk about the scope of what we're trying to accomplish, it, like you said, it's just barely scratching the surface. It's the very, very tip of the iceberg. And I don't know what the the percentage is, the ratio is, if you extrapolate out 74,000 uh, of these trial participants over, you know, versus 100 million. I don't know what the, what the rate is, but, um, you know, that, that math can be done pretty, pretty quickly. But that's still a, it's still a, a number that matters. Now, because do you remember, we, we, throughout this entire pandemic people have mentioned the the death rate of the covid vaccine you know whereas we're or not, not not excuse me not of the covid vaccine of covid-19 the, the the virus uh people have been talking about how the death rate that is caused by just covid or covid as the primary reason is pretty low is you know below 1% or near 1% now I wonder it, it I wonder what the if the ratio to ITP cases and vaccinations. So I wonder if we if it's 1% or near 1% if we are going to take drastic action um like we have for COVID-19. Does that make sense? So in other words, are we going to react to the vaccination and its injuries in a similar way? Are we going to panic? Because we pretty much panicked with COVID-19. And we shut down the world, if you remember, last year. Um, and I wonder if we're willing to do something like that again with the same ratio. I, I, I don't, I don't foresee a, a a panic in a similar way over the vaccine versus COVID, simply because, and this is where you know Tyler conspiracy theory starts to come out. Simply because the media is not portraying the vaccine as problematic. Well, it's totally valid. That's a that's a valid reason, right? So, um, it's really being looking, portrayed as the hero. It really is. I mean, even in this article on uh, on health dot com that we were reading, it it totally mitigates or minimizes the fact that that this is that's like, well, it could have come from the vaccine. It could have not come from like it because the, the, I'm trying to remember what the stat was, and I'm, I'm skimming through it looking for it, but it you know. Uh, I think it's one in 350,000 people get ITP anyway. So like, well, it could have just been, you know, one of those cases and it just happened to be, there's 38 of them reported that all happened to be right after the vaccine. Statistically, I don't know if that makes sense or not. I, I'm not a statistician, but to me that it, it starts to get into fuzzy math and it's like, ah, it seems like that's, you know, if one in 350,000 gets it, 
and we've had you know how many people vaccinated um since it came out to me that seems like the math is going to be pretty close or tipped more in the favor of you're more likely to get itp from the vaccine than if you just didn't yeah well and it was and this is just so that the numbers right in the u.s there's a hundred thousand active cases of itp and so that's about one in three hundred fifty thousand people um and so I don't, I, I don't know the numbers when you compare, because now 36 more people have it. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming that the numbers will bear out that those, those 36 people that have it this year probably um, wouldn't have had it. Uh, you know, the only, the only thing that's in common between all these people, because I don't know their blood types or anything, is that they took the vaccine. Right. And so, I mean, it bumped the numbers. It's just like, like you said, it's, it's, it's hard at this point to really know. And the reason... I laughed when I read this article is because they said, well, we don't have enough data to tell you if the vaccine actually causes ITP. While at the same time, they're saying, well, we, we know that the vaccine will help, but we still don't have enough data <laughs> to know how, how helpful the vaccine actually is because yeah. their numbers keep changing. And so they just keep, you know, moving the pylons. Right. That's right. That's true. And, and, and also the, uh, it's, I will say this, the awareness of adverse reactions to vaccines has got quadrupled among the masses. I mean, it never before have, have people, have I seen anyway, um, a higher awareness of the risk of vaccinations than, than with, than I have with this COVID-19 vaccination. So I think it was a pretty small percentage of people who were even questioning the, the validity of every vaccine and the safety of every vaccine. And now as information has come out, more people are wondering, okay, you know, I'm, I plan on getting the vaccine, but I don't feel like I know enough about vaccines. I've sort of been banking on the quote unquote experts that have been telling me that these things are safe. My, you know, my, my governor, my, my, my state medical, you know, my state health director, these people are telling me it's good. It's good to get the vaccine or all vaccines, but now people are forced to really look at some evidence and say, okay, what will ha what might happen if I take this vaccine? And people are looking at the rushed process that it went through, and they're wondering, was, was that a good idea? Um, what what may have fallen through the cracks? So I think in general, there's this heightened awareness among the people of of the possibility of vaccine injuries and adverse effects from vaccines. Um, well, and I think and I think that plays a factor in in what we're seeing and how this is received publicly. I, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I was listening, but I was also looking because I was just reading an article this morning and I was trying to find it. Uh, I wasn't able to quickly enough, but I did come across this one from CNBC. Uh, it came out uh, February 12th. So is that today? Yesterday. Um, the CDC is investigating the death of a, of a Nebraska man after a COVID vaccine was listed among several causes of death. Going on, CDC and FDA received 1,170 reports of death among individuals in the U.S. who received a COVID vaccine. Um, so that would be 0.003% of vaccinated people between December 14 and February 7. So, I mean, we're talking a lot of people that have been vaccinated. And so here we're talking about ITP. Is it caused by the vaccine? Is it not caused by the vaccine? This The uh the CDC is investigating 0.003% or 1,100, almost 1,200 people that have died with COVID vaccine as a possible cause. 
then from the BBC, I was reading this a few days ago, South Africa, they actually told AstraZeneca, who's another producer of the vaccine uh, for COVID, they said, hold up, we don't want any more shipments of it. We're, we're holding off on vaccinating until we get more data on this because we just don't know if it's if if the uh, result just or the the desired outcome justifies the uh, uh, preventative or you know whatever you want to call it. I'm getting that backwards a little bit, but you know what I'm saying here. So yeah, I don't know. Well, and you know who else isn't getting the vaccine? Vladimir Putin. Like. <laughs> He, he he's refusing to get it right now. So I, I mean I don't know. I don't that know what's that a Putin what, thing to do. When the communist <laughs> leader is saying no, I, I don't want the vaccine. So I don't know. I just think it's funny. I don't know how surprising that is to me, to be honest. I don't know. It just seems like the kind of guy that yeah, you know, Vladimir Putin seems like the kind of guy that's like I will rely on my manhood and masculinity and and alpha maleism to help me beat COVID nineteen. <laughs> he said he'll wait. He just doesn't want to do it on TV right now, uh, for for all the other reasons that politicians are doing it on TV. So I think his comment was more so that he could do that on TV instead. Oh, but I still. see. <laughs> I see. So when it, when it's opportune for him to to perform the hero move, he's going to do it at maximum value rather than rush into it. Of course. Well, nice. the, that's like the, when you see a picture of him on a horse without a shirt. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> The question then becomes, you know, for these people that are doing this publicly, and this starts to get into, you know, 1984 animal, animal farm. It's very George Orwellian, but I mean, how do we know that they're actually getting vaccinated, right? How do we know it's not just a saline injection or something like that? Like, I don't know. I, I find the whole thing laughable where it's like, see, I got mine. It's like, I have no idea who administered that and, and what they gave you. So no, I, I don't see, but. Sure. That's one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, per I can see how someone might wonder or think. Well, maybe it's just a saline injection. Uh, I, I for one think they're probably getting the vaccine, but I do think it's a little weird to do it so publicly. Now, from a politician's perspective, uh, I get it because if you're trying to encourage the people to get a vaccine. It's like saying, hey, it's like a parent who does something to show a kid, hey, look, here's how you do it. Or look, you can do this. I can do this. You can do this, too. So I, I think that's what they're doing with the public, the public administration of the vaccines. That being said, I still think it's weird. I don't know why. Every time I see it, I get a little cringy. I'm like, just just get the vaccine and just say you got it. You I don't need to, to make a performance out of it. Yeah, I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to stab myself with a needle so that you know it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys ever see uh, Nightmare Before Christmas by Tim Burton? Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a family classic. We watch that every um, Halloween in, in my family. But there's the scene where Sally, um, the doctor's uh, manufactured daughter, she makes him his food, right? And so she puts frog's breath and different stuff in it the the idea that it's going to knock him out and so he's like i'm not trying it till you try some so she pulls out her her slotted spoon and he doesn't know it's slotted and you know there's nothing in it and it i don't know that's just that's what i think about every time i see these these public things Be because the 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 you know the the science as much as people want to throw that word around it doesn't support the necessity of everything that we've done for this is it real 
Yes. Is COVID here? To, I was just reading the other day. It's, it's going to go from a pandemic to an epidemic. That's, I've been saying that since day one. Guys, I think when we were sitting around, when we were brainstorming this whole thing, I think I was saying that. That's, you know, been, what, eight, eight nine months ago. Um, you know, you're going to call into work and say, I got the COVID. I'll see you guys in a week, right? It's, it's just what it's going to be. So the science doesn't support everything that's going on. It doesn't make sense. Here we've got this vaccine that some people say, well, they just cut the red tape, but they still followed all the same procedural guidelines. Maybe they did. I don't know. But now we've got this vaccine that's coming out. We've got whole countries that are saying, we don't want it. I could totally see these these people that are in positions of power and influence where it's like, eh, I'm a little leery about this whole thing. So just, you know, switch the vials and, and nobody will know the difference. Like, I don't know. It, it just, everything smells fishy about the whole thing to me. Mm. <laughs> you don't even have to go that conspiratorial though. Although, like, although like, that is that is the ty- that is that is a very Tyler take on it, which it, which I think is wonderful. It's, <laughs> it, adds, it adds such great flavor to the show. It's, it's wonderful. Like there's well, it's it's even. I mean, there's even stuff that's even more surface level that's that's super concerning. Like they took away all liability to Pfizer and Moderna for this stuff. That's right. So they can't get sued, and then they guaranteed 300 million vaccinations to purchase from them by april so there's there's all kinds of of things going on here that i mean i don't even know like that it's important to get people vaccinated but to to allow you know companies to um to make something that is they're you're guaranteed that that they're going to purchase it yeah they said they would and so then that that's that's hundreds of billions if not more, that gets pocketed by these big companies at the same time. So there's there's all kinds of things oh, just going like on the, here. That's right. Just like the 5G episode that we just released, I think uh, last, I guess on uh, yesterday, the, the 5G episode was released, I think. And it, we talked about the same exact thing, Randall, which was the conflict of interest between the public good and, and corporate benefit. Uh, corporations are going to you know, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, the, the and even Johnson and Johnson, I think now, um, they're they're trying to. Their goal is to get the vaccine out. And why were they rushing to get a vaccine? Can we really say was out of the goodness of their hearts, or are these corporations with shareholders that want a competitive advantage? And if they want a competitive advantage, they know that they need to race to be race to the front of the line, right? Because it's like we're it, going to the moon again. If, right, exactly, exactly. So, so if if with the with the vaccine, if you weren't number one or number two past the finish line, you're selling far, far like millions of doses less than people like Pfizer and Moderna who came out first. So, I mean, those guys are getting millions and millions more more orders of these of this vaccine. So, what does that mean? The, well, the incentive was to get them done. They use the most powerful lobbying apparatus in Washington to get this rushed. And and while while vaccines can be important, at what point do we pause and say, okay, let's look behind the curtain a little bit. You know, let's see if let's see who the wizard is. And and what do we learn from that? So I think there's I think there's just a lot of a lot of questions that people do need to ask. And I think it's worth taking the time to ask them and to discuss them. Look at what the corporate payoff is and and, and look at how the process was rushed. I mean, look at these things and then and then make a very informed decision about 
do you do you want to rush to get the vaccine because you want to be an early adopter because you believe it's actually going to save the world or do you maybe need to hold off and wait and watch to get the most information possible so and what's going to end up happening is at the end of the day we're going to peek behind the curtain and the emperor is going to be naked <laughs> he's going to have no clothes and then some kid somewhere is going to say the emperor's got no clothes but he is wearing two masks <laughs> I, I saw a meme the other day that said, please wear six feet of masks. <laughs> and it has this funny picture of this of this guy, this animated guy with like a six feet long set of like, I don't know, 200 masks on his face. Really funny. Anyway, oh, we should go back to the to the masks that they wore during. um uh, what was the the huge outbreak they had in in Europe in France? The bubonic plague. The one where they wore the the, the big the big snout looking mask that they put the incense in the nose of it. Ebola, yeah, and like the rose petals. Yes, that we was the black plague. We, it was. We should go to wearing masks like that, six foot long buzzard like noses on the front of them. Ooh, and <laughs> you know that would that would incite fear in children for generations. Mm. I'm but still scared also... of those masks. It also guarantees social distancing because you have to stand six feet away from each other just so you don't get poked with a nose. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll lose an eye. Shoot. Okay, guys, let's bring this home. I, I feel like we can talk about this for a lot longer. I feel like there's plenty of meat on the bone left for us, but we're almost about, we're almost half an hour in. So um, let's go ahead and, and rate this on the panic scale. And Randall, I'm going to start with you. And, and you can rate this how, however you want. Um yeah, I, I suppose the most applicable way to to rate this on the panic scale is is whether or not the vaccine will give you ITP or will injure you in some way. I mean, we're specifically talking about ITP, but give with that context, Randall. What's your what's your take on it on the panic scale? I grew up with a friend that had um, he had hemophilia, and so his blood couldn't clot. And it was a, it was a scary thing for him because he would play a sport, like he would play basketball when we yeah. did a youth night or something, and his ankles would swell up to the size of tennis balls because, um, it was just his joints would just hemorrhage mm. all the time, and Poor so kid. this is, this is very, he, he's, I mean, he did it on purpose. He knew, and he'd go and give him his, give himself his shot. He he also is a world record holder for the youngest person ever to give himself a, sh a shot. But he uh, he would give it, you know, he, the swelling would go down after after that but uh it was just a, a a difficult painful thing for him and when i heard about plate this thing causing the platelets to go away i thought shoot if i get this vaccine i could become a hemophiliac and not be able to you know my my blood wouldn't coagulate so i was kind of worried about it when i found out it was just a few people compared to all of the people it's you know it's a lot less scary right my chances of getting it amongst the the plethora of things that could happen to me after i take this vaccine i'm not too scared about getting itp that being said there's over a thousand people who have died and at least a portion of the reason that they died has been uh you can relate it back to the covid vaccine and so my my worries with this vaccine go a lot deeper than than just the, the fact that i could die but i could have serious health effects i'm 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 really concerned about it and it, my biggest concern has to do with the fact that it just there hasn't been enough trials like i'm i'm yeah. i'm i'm worried about vaccines in general so so my 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 panic i'm i'm going to give it a 6 um, maybe I'll be more precise, a 6.043, because I'm... <laughs> Did you round up, though? I mean, like, was it like zero, was it technically zero two two eight, and you just went to 6.023? 
No, it was two seven five. Uh, okay. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so I'm 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 giving it a, a higher than a five because there's millions of people that are going to be getting this, and according to the numbers, that means there's thousands of people that are going to be dying this year because they had the COVID vaccine, amongst other things. Um, it's affected all kinds of people, and so I'm I'm concerned about all the people getting getting shots right now because, just like everybody else is saying, we don't know. Yeah. So okay. Very good. Interesting. Very good. Tyler, what about you? Well, sorry, I, I'm I'm stuck on on Randall's uh, friend having the world record for the youngest person to give themselves a shot. Yeah, that was pretty oh, cool yeah. to hear, to be honest. And we kind of just were silent on that, but that's pretty cool. Well, I, you know, we didn't want we didn't want to be rude and interrupt him, but like now I, my brain's racing for well, shoot, what can I get a world record for? Because you can get one for just about anything. But anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> where am I going to score this thing? I feel like I need to be ultra precise too, because that's, that's how the whole COVID thing is, is, you know, we get down to what hundredths or thousandth of a per, of a percentage. So, um, I'm going to score this one probably right around a, uh, 7.00426. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I got to be precise here. Yes, uh, right. you know, it's all about the science. But now no, you need to tell us why you didn't give it a zero zero point two or point zero zero two seven instead of six. Like, well, what yeah, up? what came after the six? Did you round up? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know, it, it went on a, a, a pieish length of time, so it's like I eventually just have to round this thing up somewhere. There's your so. world record, Tyler. You you now have the longest <laughs> uh, number on the panic scale ever given. So. <laughs> yeah, beat that, guys. Um, no, but the, the the reason that I that I I didn't you know go one you know one fractional percentage point higher is because the, like Randall said, there's not enough data. If we had a little bit more data that shows, oh yeah, you're this much more likely to to get sick or die from it, then you know it would go up. Um, so my my rating is subject to change. But I look at it like this: simply, I've got a point depending on on which study you look at a point. 04 to a 0.08% chance of dying from from covid. Um so just the idea of of randomly sticking people with needles so that we can just see what the outcome is. And we've talked about this before. Let's just try it and then we'll study it later. That always gives me reason to panic. And so um I do. I think about the millions of people that are getting vaccinated because well that's just what you do. Like I'm terrified of this vi virus that is more than likely not going to kill me. Um, so let me just go get in line so I can get a double dose of a vaccine that hasn't been studied or or tried nearly enough to know if it's even effective, much less safe. So there's my there's my long winded scoring. I like it. Thank you for that. No, that's good. It's good to be precise. Um, I'll I'll go ahead now. You know the the um, I kind of reserve judgment because we're so early on in this thing. Um, you know, I have the feeling, you know, a couple years from now, we'll look at this episode and, and, and I, I don't know if our ratings will be uh, inflated or if they'll be justified or even a little low. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I reserve judgment. But based on right now, I'm with you guys. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to keep it simple for our listeners and go 6.5. No more deaths. No more. No more places after the five. Just 6.5. Zero, 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 zero. Um, because. There's there's just the, the the tremendous lack of data and time and the the um, suspicious way that it's been rushed and the corporate interest involved. I'm I'm very much and, and I'm seeing people have 
I'm seeing these people, these numbers that are growing of people who are having adverse effects or who are dying in part because of the vaccine. Um, now, I'm, it's one thing to be scared of COVID, which is a legitimate concern in some ways. Um, but I think if you're being honest and intellectually, you, you should be, con if you're concerned with the numbers that are associated with COVID, you should, you should be concerned with the numbers that are associated with the vaccine as well. And that's why I'm giving it a 6.5. I'm not in a rush to get it. Um, and I'm certainly, uh, I'm certainly going to, you know, keep watching to see what happens. So 6.5 for me, that brings us to, uh, our conclusion listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, this was an interesting episode. We, we, we do try to give you interesting topics. Um, this one can certainly be polarizing or controversial. So talk amongst yourselves, leave comments, um, you know, let us know what you think. And we would, we, we would be happy to read those and, 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 and that can inform us as well. Uh, but until then, we will see you next week. This has been Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week so that you are never without a reason to panic. See you next week. Take away my day.